0: Hey everyone, Mark here from a nerd named Mark podcast and boom time for another review because if you haven't seen the video already I did a trailer reaction and breakdown for the Superman and Lois CW show and we finally got the season premiere. I was good at... I realized I don't have cable. Like I have internet and the show is actually streaming for free the next day on the CW app. So right when I woke up this morning, first thing I did was let me watch superman and lois because i want to watch this and i saw it trending last night people talking about it and I had to mute it because i didn't really want i didn't want any spoilers honestly if i'm being honest with you i didn't want any spoilers i wanted to just go in and just watch the show this will be a spoiler free video by the way just a forewarning i'm not gonna do any spoilers for it i was thinking about doing a breakdown of the episode and you know the snap and i was like you know what? i want everyone to watch this show and there will be a second video because I'm going to touch on it really quickly, but I'm going to do a full dive into it. We are finally breaking away from the Arrowverse, and we need to do that. And Superman and Lois is not the first CW show to do this. Black Lightning broke away from the CW Arrowverse, and it worked. Yes, we had the it showed, they showed up in Crisis Infinite Earth, but that was just a major event. But other than that, there's no. General crossover, and I'm hoping Superman and Lois stays the same way. We don't need Supergirl to show up or any of that stuff. It's not needed, and I hope it doesn't happen. Um, I will say I have theories of some of the Crisis on Infinite Earth aftermath that is going to take part in Superman and Lois, but I'm not going to talk about that all in this video. I might not talk about it at all in any videos until it actually happens, if it happens. Now, right off the bat, this show looks so good. I said about the trailer, I like, I'll put the link in the description below if you want to go see my trailer reaction and breakdown. This looked like they put some budget into it. There is some quality to this show. And it, for Superman, like, you get one or two things. You get the Lois and Clark treatment, which is... Kind of like a spicy, you know, sitcom, like, what are those ones called? Like, soap opera style with co- a lot of comedy injected into it. Or you guess that like Smallville, which is teen drama, but had a good amount of comedy. Smallville, I love Smallville. Smallville is still, to me, the best CW superhero show they've ever done. And then you you know you have the Arrowverse world, but from Superman what you mean you have Brandon Roth's Superman, obviously Christopher Reeve's Superman, yeah, you have Henry Cavill, and like when I saw the trailer, and this snap I got kind of like the grounded visual stylings of almost like a Snyder, but not as dark and gritty, but grounded, and the first episode blew. My expectations out of the water. Because I was going in with just complete open mind, bar set medium, because everything CW has done in the last two to three years has been trash to an extent. And that's my opinion. There are people who still like The Flash. Uh, you know, Arrow ended, there's Supergirl, there's Batwoman. I believe Legends of Tomorrow's still going. I believe Black Lightning is on their final run, and then that's it. Um, I only watched one season. I need to watch more of it, but from what I watched on Black Lightning, loved it, um, easily at the time when it was airing, when it first debuted. My favorite thing of the Arrowverse CW DC shows. I don't consider that Arrowverse; it's very removed. Superman Lois too. Like this is very a good balance of the Clark and Lois as parents and their parent drama dealing with two fifteen. I believe, well, they're freshmen, so freshmen are what, 14-year-old sons, and then you got just, we didn't get reintroduced to Superman, which I loved, we had a montage in the beginning that maybe took up the first, like, five minutes, just kind of narrated, explaining Superman, we didn't need another origin story, if you don't know... That Superman is an alien from Krypton that crash-landed on Earth when his planet was destroyed. And he was found in a farm and raised by Martha and Jonathan Kent and Smallville. And then eventually became Superman and his secret identity is Clark Kent. And he's a reporter for the Daily Planet. And that's it. if you don't know any of that stuff already by now, we don't need it, like, shoveled into us. Because that's the one thing, whenever a new franchise or a reboot or anything happens with a character, we kind of get forced into their origin story again this one very nice and the cinematography was great there were some nods to the comic books like kid you know he brought a hat over to a kid kid said nice suit he said thanks my mom made it flies off i was instantly just lost it because i was like "Mm, that is from the comic i like that i like the comic book nods i like that it's doing its own thing so it's about you know 14 15 years after lois and clark get married and the show is kind of showing, you know, them going from Metropolis back to Smallville. And it's been years. It kind of how more of the balance of Clark Kent, the father. And also having to be Superman, the hero. And I was like, this works. I love it. Uh, it it doesn't hold your hand and pander with telling the story. in the like, Even the dialogue doesn't seem cheesy at all. It's... There's a few one-liners here and there. Where I'm like. "Mm," But it's still worked. And. I'm trying not to spoil things. Because I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm trying to like. Choose my words carefully. It's not. It's not what everything else. it's, It's not how. The cheesy CGI. And bad dialogue of Batwoman. That is not in this. The bright. Quirky, but kind of being serious at times. Supergirl, that's not it. Because that's one of my worries. Because I didn't watch a lot of Supergirl. I watched the first season, and then I watched some of the crossover stuff and Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I did get back into Supergirl because I was curious when Tyler was coming in as Superman. Because even though at my age, me and my lady are guilty pleasure, we watched Teen Wolf, and I thought he was really good as Derek. And I was like, he's a good actor. He can play the part and then you see you know he was on Supergirl I was like he looked the part but the writing and the dialogue they gave him and I was just like when I heard it wasn't the same writers or anybody that was doing Supergirl I was really excited because I was hoping it wasn't going to be another like vision not just visually but just the tone and dialogue and just production would feel like Supergirl because that would have put me off on the show because a lot of the CW production stuff now is just like I don't like it. So, visually, mm, I grew like, I live in Southern California now, but I grew up on a farm. Middle of nowhere. You gotta drive 20, 30 minutes to get to the city. Growing up late 80s, early 90s in a farm town, like, I know what it's like to not have anything to do. So, the way Smallville was portrayed in this episode, I was like, Yeah. This is accurate. This is this is kind of how it's like. Like, you know, you have bad cell service. There was a strip of road where I grew up, where like if you had Verizon or AT&T, it was a mile and a half strip of no service. <laughs> so, it Wi-Fi. I've had to have Wi-Fi in the house with like extenders out by the barns just so I could have Wi-Fi on the whole entire property. So I know all that stuff firsthand, and I was like, yay there's representation for us farm town people but it just seemed really cool that we're getting Smallville. it almost feels like in my head almost like a sequel to smallville like we'll just hypothetically it's you know 15 16 years after smallville even though we know because of crisis on infinite earths it is a different superman it's a different earth where the crisis of infinite earth happened like anyone who's surviving superheroes all got per on earth prime which is where this takes place. But that's besides point. Crisis of Infinite Earth honestly if they do do tie-ins from post like everything that happened there I'm not going to be mad but at the same time it does not exist to me anymore. Like the it just isn't. But comparing it to like other CW shows like this is we don't need to be a part of the Arrowverse anymore. They, we really don't need any, the, there's no more crossovers. We don't need them anymore. Arrow is done. The run is over. The, the Arrowverse needs to just be put to bed. Crisis of Infinite Earth should have done that um like I said I hope it doesn't cross over but back to the first episode because I'm going on tangents which will be in another video there's a lot to be said about the acting and the, the even the action that was shown I like the way it was shot it didn't seem hokey um we got to see some quips and some jokes about his powers from Clark himself and I did I just everyone had really good chemistry and I think, as a premiere, because it was supposed to be like a two-hour premiere, but with commercials and that, I think with credits, without the preview of the next episode, it came out to like an hour and six minutes, which is not a bad runtime. Obviously, every episode's not going to be a two-hour premiere. It's probably going to be around the 38 to 41-minute mark with commercial without commercials. But the first episode did enough to really set the groundwork. They already set up multiple story arcs. You got to see the relationship with Clark and... Lois. You got to see how his relationship is different with each one of his kids. You got to see how his relationship is with Lois's dad and also how Lois's dad is towards Clark and how he is towards Lois and it's different and like I was like a lot of moving parts. We already set up kind of a long-term villain. Um Just enough arcs or like set up in this where it didn't seem forced. That's the thing that I love. Nothing felt forced and I don't like the terminologies that I'm going to say. I don't like, it. It's a, but it's my opinion, and it, it's all the way to word it. The woke culture and the, like, how a lot of people who are on YouTube say, go get get woke, go broke, and all this other stuff. Like, I get people are going to complain about inclusion and, you know, touching on certain subject matters and representation and this, that. And I get it, but at the same time, we keep, like it's Superman, okay? It's Superman and Lois, like they're on a farm in Kansas. Like, I just think it's one episode in. We can't really sit here and be like, "Well, it's not doing this." It's like, but when you get those shows that you want and you want all those things, a part of no one's watching it. You guys aren't, you know, fighting for it. You're fighting to have this stuff in your shows, but then you're not watching it. You're just, you just want it there to have it there, and we're only. But this is the first episode, this is the premiere, it was great, I love the, f- like, the filming of it was really good, that's the main thing I'm to say, I, I just wanna spoil things, honestly, I really do, uh, but I think it's one of the shows where right now, it's going to save CW's superhero universe, whatever, showverse, whatever they want, I'm not calling it the Arrowverse, the Arrowverse is dead to me, but man, this is, this is so far removed from that, and this is, like, i want to know what the budget was i want to know production value in this net because like how much what they put into this because if the whole entire show is going to look like this if they just did all this just for like the season premiere i mean that's gonna kind of suck but if the whole show keeps the theme how it like the the tone the theme the atmosphere the filming style and the writing this is gonna be one hell of a show this is a show that's gonna like really bring in the numbers and kind of Get some validity back to the DC properties that are on CW. Because as of right now. I don't know what other. I know a couple shows got renewed. This and that. I don't think they plan on bringing any new shows in. But if you haven't already. Definitely check out Superman and Lois. This was a spoiler free review. But I I just don't know how to review things without spoiling things. So I'm trying. If that doesn't pan out. I will start just doing spoiler reviews starting next week. Because this is a show I'm going to watch every week now. I wasn't. I was like, okay, I'm on the fence. But after watching the premiere, I'm like, yep, yeah, definitely watching this every week. That is no questions asked. But that is my spoiler-free review and rant of how much I like Superman and Lois, Episode 1. Uh, In the comments below, let me know what you thought of the show. If you checked it out or if you plan on waiting to binge watch it. Because usually that's what I do. But now I'm watching it every week. Uh, Let me know what you think of the Arrowverse or what's left of it. Because, I don't know, after this, I was like, man... The other shows have to step up their production value in writing because Superman and Lois just killed it. And I'm a big fan of, you know, The Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman in the comics, this and that. But the show's, there's been something lost in translation. But also, who's your favorite Superman? Because I think Brandon Roth, Ruth, Roth, is very underrated. I think he's a good actor. But obviously, Tyler's killing it. Like I think he has a good balance of a good Clark Kent and a good Superman so that's it thank you for watching make sure you subscribe to the channel for more reviews i have clips reviews video game stuff tv movie everything just nerdy here in one spot so uh that being said thank you for watching and i'll see you guys in the next video